Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are blessed to be here. Pastor, it's just a privilege and an honor to be standing here today. I would like to appreciate you and I bless the Lord for his grace and the anointing upon your life. And you have been a blessing to me and I'll come on that later when I was passing through terrible times. You remember I came to your place at home when you were having dinner. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Well, we give the testimony today and I bless you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I would also to really uh, address my appreciation to Brother Makama. They were there before we came, the senior brothers. They would just come in front, tell us you are not alone. Uh, if you have any issue, just come to us. They have been an example and model for us to follow. They have been there to strengthen us. Thank you so much. Amen. I would also like to thank uh, Brother Elton. Thank you so much. I am using easy, easy worship in... <laughs> in church today because I learned it in Vakan again. Amen. So we are using easy worship. We are projecting the song, the scriptures. Thank you so much. God bless you. And I also like to thank each and every one of us. The uh, Connect, Sister Juliet, uh, thank you so much. Um, all the other brothers who are not here today for all the love and the fellowship we share together. Thank you so much. And I would like really to appreciate my wife today. <laughs> you know when when I was in church, uh, 2008, 2010, when we are worshiping, you know, there's some feeling, you know, I just want my, my fiancé to be here then. They will just pray, God, oh, I mean, just look at this place. <laughs> just, just, just see the anointing. I would love to, her to be here. I mean, I didn't actually pray about it, but this is kind of a first and hunger in my spirit, yeah. that she be there. Yeah. And then it's just amazing today. I mean, today is just a day of Thanksgiving. And he's there today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. She's a wonderful woman, a, man, a woman of prayer, a great support in the ministry. I would not be here today without her. That's not possible. Glory to God. And I'm grateful to the Lord to have you. Thank you so much. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <sighs> you have also the greetings from the brother and sister from Germany. I want to inform uh, my pastor that, okay, I have been invited to minister. She was praying for me, say, you are going to the grace of the Lord, and please just extend our love to the brethren, and they send you their love, the, um, the love and the appreciation to you. Thank you so much. And yes, thank you. <laughs> nice to see you. Glory to God. Amen. Let's get into the message the Lord has put into my heart to share today. And uh, we, we bless the Lord, we're going to have an awesome time. And let us pray, hallelujah. Father, I want to praise you, to give you thanks. I want to appreciate you for your love, for your kindness. Thank you for everything that you do. Your hand at work in our lives, building us up, leading us, shepherding us. We thank you for the grace to stand in your presence. And I pray that your spirit of God minister, Lord. We pray ourselves upon your altar. That to God only you speak today. 
And we let us be strengthened, let us be refreshed. As your spirit, O God, O Lord, speak to us. And your name, O Lord, on this place today be glorified. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want to share something today about uh, this topic, and it is life is spiritual. Glory to God. Life is spiritual. Somebody say life is spiritual. 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 I gave my life to, to God, to Jesus in 1997, and all while up to today, what I understood with my work with the Lord is that life is spiritual. Yeah. Is that life is spiritual. I heard a story about a doctor, a medical doctor, and uh, how could I check the time? <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, thank you. I heard a story about a medical doctor who were brought to, to be prayed for. He was down in a wheelchair, and he had been uh, in this condition about seven years, not knowing what to do with this very situation. At a point of time in his life, his knowledge was not able to help anymore, though he knew so much, even about his own condition. Why? Because life is spiritual. There was this PhD student, he was so brilliant, he knew so much. You know, these are the type of guys they, they always call AAA in all the course. Very brilliant, very smart. But when the spiritual condition took hold of him, he couldn't do anything anymore. They brought him to the best doctors. They brought him to the best experts because they didn't want to lose him. These are the type of people when you look at the life, you see, oh, our country is going to have some brain. They tried everything. He was so brilliant. But actually what happened, he was a Christian. But at a point of time, his journey, he felt he was so intelligent. He was so intelligent that he didn't, he didn't need God anymore. Hallelujah. Why? Because life is spiritual. Glory to God. History tells us, I say history, that Israel stayed in Egypt for quite a long time. History tells us. Now the question is, when these about six million of Jews, they left Egypt, how did they cross the Red Sea? How did they cross the Red Sea? <laughs> there was this guy, he thought he was really brilliant, and he started to, <laughs> to advance some theories <laughs> that, okay, that at that very time, that the Red Sea was only two feet high. But he forgot that the Bible tells us when the Pharaoh and his armies, they tried to go into it, they were all drowned. How is it possible that a water or two feet could be able to drown all of these people? The question, how? How did they cross? How did they pass through it? There are some spiritual laws 
that cannot be explained by human brain. The Bible says that when the Israel, they left Egypt and they were going, they took some spoil. Basically, if you were five years old and you left Egypt at that time, the Bible said they, 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 they were, I mean, they were just going around the desert for, for years. 40 years. If you left Egypt at five and you were in the wilderness at 20 years, if you are wearing a shoes, you are still wearing that shoes at 20 years. How is it possible? The Bible said that your shoes were growing with them as they grow. Hallelujah. The Bible said there was no feeble person, there's no grandpa or grandma in the, in the, in the, I mean, in the Israelites who needed help to stand. They were all strong. Hallelujah. No single person needed any help physically to stand. And they were in the wilderness. If you are here in the night video, you have learned a bit about what wilderness means or desert means. Glory to God. How is it possible? How is it possible? Somebody say life is spiritual. <laughs> life is spiritual. Hallelujah. I want to share a few points with us this morning. And I believe that today, as I speak, the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us. There's something beyond the physical realm. There's something beyond your senses. Jesus, when he was speaking to a disciple, said, I will send you my spirit. But I will not send you to the world. Why? Because the world will work and function through the senses. But I say, I have called you. So you, my children, you will not function according to your senses, but according to your spirit. Glory to God. Because man is a spiritual being. Glory to God. There's something beyond the flesh that you see, or the, the jacket, or the shoe that you wear, that cannot be seen. It's your spirit man. When the Bible speaks, the Bible distinguishes between the inward man and the outward man. There's a spirit man within you. Hallelujah. The Bible says the spirit of the Lord is a candle. The spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. When God wants to communicate to you, he will not speak to your flesh or to your soul, but he will communicate with your spirit. Hallelujah. Man is a spiritual being. Say, I am, a being. I am a spiritual being. Having a soul and living a body. Glory to God. We are a spiritual being. We are a spiritual being. And we are in a spiritual kingdom. We function with spiritual laws. Whether you believe it or not, that is so. If you go to Bonsestek and you say you, you know nothing about the law of gravity, if you jump from the floor, I can tell you what will happen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't, <laughs> is it clear? So it doesn't matter. The laws are laws. Whether you believe it or not, they are laws. The law of electricity will work for you or against you. It depends. If you, whether you believe it or not, they can hurt you. Yeah. 
They can work against you. Spiritual laws. It has nothing to do with the color or your age. It has nothing to do whether you believe it or not. These are laws. They will affect you whether you like it or not. You jump the law of gravity. You get in the way of the law of electricity, you will be hurt. But if you know the laws, it can work for your good. Glory to God. It can work for your good. So the question, but it's better that I know it so that I can use it for my good. Glory. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Hmm. There is a man that I really admire in the Bible. But before getting to him, let's just open 2 Corinthians chapter 10. We'll be reading verse from 3 to 5. Life is spiritual. And I think the Apostle Paul also speaking to us in that regard. That there is something beyond what we see. There is something beyond the physical realm. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I'll read it from verse 3. To five. If you are there, please just read. <laughs> Glory to God. Uh, the King James, if you have the King James, thank you. The King James Version. The King James Version. Hallelujah. Paul was saying, say, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh or according to the flesh. Glory to God. The next verse. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That's me, they're not man-made. It's not human artifacts. It's not human handiwork. It's not man-made, glory to God. By mighty through God, for the pulling down of strongholds. For mighty through God, for the pulling down of strongholds. Somebody says strongholds. Strongholds. Strongholds are ideas. Or theories that your life has been built upon. These are things maybe already set in the society in which you have been living, or taught to you, or ideas that you yourself you learned through what you have been seeing, hearing, or reading. Hallelujah. You know when you are you are working with models. You know you have to put some input to calibrate your model. <laughs> when you put the input, the model will take the input to work it out and give you some output. Yeah. We are today the result of our input of yesterday. Oh, yes. And all of these ideas gave you, shape your character. It shape your personality. Now, this stronghold here that Paul is talking about, he's talking about some mental walls, mental walls containment. That is distracting you from following God's will for your life. Strongholds, mental walls, containment, preventing man from fulfilling his purpose. Hallelujah. Casting down imaginations 
and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to obedience of Christ. Casting down imaginations, wicked imaginations, evil imaginations. You have heard about the story? There was this young man, he came into the school, killed the teacher, killed some schoolmates, and afterward took his life. Why? Because he had been hearing some voices. Just go and do it. Just go and do it. There were some voices coming to his mind. Have you heard this story about this young man? Just in front of a television. He just stood, went down, killed the mother. Why? Spiritual manipulations. Imagination, wicked imagination. Imagination of wickedness. The Bible says that the heart of man is deceitful. And desperately wicked. Why are you imagining divorce, for example? Strongholds, wicked imagination. Why are you imagining to cheat? Why are you imagining having some ideas that are contrary to the world? Imaginations. Imaginations. He said, cast it down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Every high thing. Ideas breathed in the, in the culture of the land, in the tradition of the land. Addressing themselves highly against the will of God on the land. Thank God for the that video. It was so wonderful. We have been addressing some particular issues. Hallelujah. High things. Tradition of the land. That is standing against the will of God. Paul is speaking like this, saying, though we walk in the flesh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So the issue is not about your neighbor or your uncle or your auntie. The issue is not about your neighbor. It's not about your supervisor or something like that. He said the battles, you have to understand, have to be transferred in the spiritual realm. That is where you reside. That's where you have to function from. Otherwise, if you ignore this, you'll be fighting the wrong battles. You'll be fighting the wrong people. Glory to God. Because there are some strongholds in the mind. There are some ideas in the mind that are contrary. And Paul said, glory to God, that this stronghold can be pulled down. This imagination can be cast down. Hallelujah. Why? Because Paul got this understanding that life is spiritual. You cannot face these things with the flesh. It will fail you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Am I communicating? Am I communicating? Hallelujah. The question is how can I cope? How can we cope these things? Strongholds. When I was here in 2008, I think in 2009, I think I, I saw Brother Makama, I told him, okay, 
Uh, I would like just to evangelize in my corridor to see some people talk about Jesus Christ. And then he said, okay, go. I, I, I'll pray for you. Just, just go and share. And then I started doing it. I went to the corridor. I was speaking to the people. Not long after, I just noticed there are some things that when I was, I was not born again, we were doing then. You know, all of these dirty um, materials about in, uh, immorality, pornography. We were reading all these things then. And then when I gave my life to Jesus, I stopped these things. But when I came here, I, start, I mean, I changed this environment I came. I noticed that a few weeks after, there was this pressure. All the things that were of old started bringing up. It was this pressure in my mind. It was kind of assaults. The thought was so oppressive. I said that it was, it was so prison in my spirit. The bad thoughts started coming back again. To a point that, I, I, you know, I, I, my attention was shifted or shifting from the work of the Lord. How can I explain that? It was moving on. And then I was just praying. I, I, I was just praying. I said, God, how, how can I get out of this? When the Spirit of the Lord ministered to me, he said, go and see, Pastor. Hallelujah. You see, there are some issues. <laughs> we are in a spiritual kingdom. Glory to God. We are in a spiritual kingdom. When you are under attack, one thing to know is that you will notice that if you are under a, going through a period where whatever you have left before is coming back strongly, you are having kind of some desire that you have left off before, that's coming back strongly, that's the sign. That you have to fast, do something about it. Glory to God. The pastor was in his room <laughs> having dinner when I just knocked. <laughs> and then uh, I explained everything to the pastor, Everything I was going through, uh, uh, the pressure about seeing, etc., etc. And the pastor just took me. He counseled, and then he laid hands. Glory to God. He laid hands. The pastor laid hands on me. And that the way he was speaking, I just blew in tongue. Glory to God. And that, that I mean, the anointing of the Lord came so strongly. Hallelujah. And the stronghold was broken. Hallelujah. Maybe you are here today. You, have, you are battling with some imaginations. They are coming very strong on you. And you are just wondering, what, how did this happen? I am born again. Maybe there are some ideas coming to you. There are voices you are hearing telling you to do things. That you know are contrary. Maybe tell you to do things that you have left, that you have said, I will never do these things again. Hallelujah. Understand that they, they are able to see your star. They are able to see where the Lord is bringing you unto. They are able to see the potential that the Lord has bring, that, that Lord has, the deposit that the Lord has put into your life. The Bible said the, the enemy, the devil will come to do what? To kill, to sin, to destroy. 
imaginations. But the Bible says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk according to the flesh. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they are mighty in God. To do what? To pull down the stronghold and to cast down these imaginations. Your, your imagination, your mind, your spirit, your mind matters. Your mind is the battlefield. Your thought is the battlefield. Hallelujah. Whatever controls your mind, control your destiny. Whatever controls your mind, control your spirit. If the devil can take a hold of your mind, you just press a button, you start dancing. That's why, you, that's why your mind is a battlefield. And your, your mind is also what the Spirit of God wants to take hold of. Because your mind is a doorway to your spirit. Hallelujah. That's where the battle is. And that's where you have to rise. But it's not by power, it's not by might. It's not by your own strength. You cannot outmark the devil. You cannot fight in the, in the power of the intellect. You cannot fight the power of the flesh. Because we are in the spiritual kingdom. Hallelujah. Let's go with me to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13 to 17. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. The book of Ephesians chapter 6. Hallelujah. He said, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Hallelujah. Verse 13. Wherefore, take out to you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil day, and have it done all to stand. Verse 14. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and have it on the breastplate of righteousness. Verse 15. And your feet shall with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, where you shall be able to quench all the fiery dust of the wicked. Yes. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And take the helmet of salvation. Yes, verse 18. No, no, verse 17 then. Thank you. Hallelujah. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Glory to God. We do not have time to go through all of the armor, but I would just like to point out to glory to God. We dwell on verse 16. Verse 16. Above all, take the shield of faith. Hallelujah. Take what? The shield of faith. Somebody say shield of faith. The shield of faith. Glory to God. Paul is drawing an analogy between uh, this armor and the Roman soldier, as you all know. You know, today there will be when I watch the movie, I will just see a small sheet and run like this, a small one. <laughs> At that time, if you had this one, you would die quickly. <laughs> they have a big one that is able to cover the head completely, to cover the body. Why? Because at that time, they were using some arrow with, with, with fire. If they throw it at you, it's not one, it's not two. If you come many at you at once, 
if the small one, by the time you do like this, another will come down there. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it was a big one that's able to cover your face, to cover you completely. And that seed was strong because it had to be strong. It had to be strong. A seed able to cover you. So that these fiery arrows, when they come, you can stand and they will bounce back on the sheet. Hallelujah. Because these fiery darts of a wicked, these fiery arrows are the thoughts that the enemy is bringing unto you. It's the thought they are bringing to destroy your faith. Remember, in the garden, the devil said to, 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 to Eve, did the God really say that you shall not eat? The thought they bring for you to doubt the promise of the Lord, for you to doubt the word of God, the fiery arrows, they will tell you you have been waiting so long. Why not go your way? Do you think that God is still faithful to do it? You have been waiting for one year, two years. Just drop and do what you want. Fiery darts. The wife of Job told him, you have been faithful all this while. Just curse God and die. It doesn't matter. Just curse God and die. Fiery darts. Fiery darts to distract. Fiery darts to discourage. The only purpose is for you to do what? To doubt the word of God and to quit. Say, I will not quit. I will not be defeated. Hallelujah. Fiery darts. They will come with many forms. Come meet your friends. Information will come to your mind. It doesn't matter the channels, but they will come for you to destroy your standing in faith. He said, take the seed of faith. Take the seed of faith. Let your faith be alive. Let your faith be strong. It doesn't matter the adversity. This is a work of faith. Jesus said, if the Son of Man come, will he still see faith on earth? See, I am standing. Say, I am standing. And I will stand. Hallelujah. I will stand in faith. Glory to God. Taking the seed of faith, where you should be able to quench the fiery arrows of the wicked. We are in the battle of faith. Especially in these last times. The Bible said, in the last time, the love of many shall grow cold. We are in the last days. The love of many shall grow cold. How is your love for the Lord? How is the state of your, of your, of your seed? Is your seed strong? What are the imaginations you are facing right now? Is your seed strong enough to face them? Hallelujah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says that Abraham was fully persuaded. There was a full persuasion. There is something you have to set on your heart. In your heart, there shouldn't be some assentities about the word of God. There shouldn't be some assumption about the word of God. Your heart has to be settled that the word of God is the truth. Hallelujah. The Bible says, let God be truthful and all man liars. Is there anything you could depend and put your life into? It is the word of God.
Every other thing is a sacred ground. When I was in school, they told me to learn that Pluto was a planet. Pluto. You know Pluto? Today, they told me it's no longer a planet anymore. <laughs> yes. The transformation come. They change it. They will change it. They will change it. That is science. Hallelujah. So that time I score and they'll give me my grade. If I write it today, or zero. <laughs> but the word of God stands firm. Oh my goodness. The Bible says that the word of God is firmly established in heaven. The God says, you will see that those who trust in me, they will never be put to shame. Those who will stand with me. Those who will dare to believe in me this end time, they will never be put to shame. And they stand the ground on the world, they will win. These are my people. He says, stand in faith. He says, those who, if you draw back, I will not take pleasure on you. He said, my righteous shall live by faith. Hallelujah. The battle is not in the flesh, the battle of faith. Your marriage is a battle of faith. In your workplace is a battle of faith. Hallelujah. God is looking for a generation. God is looking for a church able to stand by the world and stand in faith. That God you are truthful. It doesn't matter how God the wind and the storms. I believe and I know that God you are truthful. Bible says God is a for us a refuge and strength, an ever-present help in time of trouble. He said, therefore, we will not fear. When the earth give way and the mortal fall into the sea, he said, we will not fear. Yeah. Though the water oh, surge and the mortal move, he said, we will not fear. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, those who trust in the Lord, they are like Mount Zion. Yeah. That cannot be shaken. Yeah. They are shakable. They are movable. Yeah. Because they trust in the Lord. Oh, say, I am one of them. Glory to God. He said, a shield of faith. A spiritual battle. A shield of faith is required. A strong faith is required. Because we are the end days. Many will come. They will say, it doesn't matter. Just do what you want. We are in a land. Maybe there's no, there's no pressure. Maybe you are being, oh my God. I will not quit. I will not quit. Just say, I will not quit. I will not be defeated. In the name of Jesus. The seed of faith. And then the song was 17. Oh my God. He said, take the element of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. When you study the whole armor, you will see that the word of God is the only offensive weapon that you and I will have. Hallelujah. The word of God. Somebody say word of God. The word of God. The word of God. The word of God. It says, the Bible says, be careful that no one comes to, to convince with vain philosophies, with both scientific facts. It says, be careful. Because the old days they will come. But you are called to do what? To take the sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit. Glory to God. Is there something I learned about David? The Bible testified back. God said, this is a man after my heart. He said, he's a man after my heart. You see, David has been a man who is so successful. He has never lost any battle. The only one that the Lord David was not there. There's something particular about this man, David. 
Let's read Psalm, 19, Psalm 119, verse 19. Oh, hallelujah. Psalm 119, verse 19. Hallelujah. Psalm 119, verse 19. David, he learned something. He, something. he said, I am saying that in the earth. Hide not that commitment from me. Why? He said, I'm a stranger in the earth. Hide not your word from me. The Bible said that we are pilgrim on the earth. The journey is short, brothers and sisters. The journey is so short. I cannot allow myself in the season like this to be distorted. David said, Lord, hide not your word from me. Why? 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 Hide not your word from me. Go to verse 100. Oh, my God. Ah. He said, I'm a stranger in the earth. I know, Lord, that I am a pilgrim. I know, Lord, of God, in a time like this, I God, I don't stand in fear for a while. He said, I understand more than the ancients. Because I keep that precept. Hallelujah. Let me go to 105. Thy word is a lamp out to my feet. Glory to God. He said, hide not your word from me. Why? Because your word is a lamp unto my feet. And a light unto my path. Glory to God. Hide not your word from me, Lord. Because unto me, oh God, this word is light. Because for me, your word is a lamp. Hallelujah. The word of God is a light for us to walk through life. Glory to God. The word of God is a light. For you to shut your course to this world. Hallelujah. David said, hide not your word from me. Because, O oh Lord, I know even as I'm a king, your word is my lamp. Your word, O oh God, is a light unto my heart. The question is, what is the word of God for you? You are a student. Do you know so much? At this brother at the beginning, I'll give you the testimony about. That you might think you don't need God anymore. What is the word of God for you today? Do you value this word? Do you share this word? Hallelujah. Go to verse 66. Verse 66. David says something. He said, This be good judgment and knowledge. This be good judgment. This me, oh Lord, so that I can know what is right from what is wrong. This me, oh God, as I walk you to be accurate on my path. Teach me good judgment. Teach me sound judgment. Is what this is what I desire? I said, teach me knowledge. What kind of knowledge? Spiritual knowledge. For a spiritual journey, you need a spiritual knowledge. He said, teach me sound judgment. He said, God, I don't want to, I don't want to go astray in a time like this, even as a king. He said, Oh God, teach me. I want to go spiritual knowledge. For I have believed that commandment. Glory to God. For I have believed that commandment. He said, I have believed. Yes, but still, Lord, teach me. Because at the point of time, belief is not enough. God said, add to your faith knowledge. Glory to God. Add to your faith knowledge. There to open your Bible. There to meditate. There to read. There to take the, I mean, there to take the, the, the sword of the Spirit in your hand. Kenneth again gave this story. He said he has a son. Kenneth again was, is a, a minister in the U.S. He said, he said there was his son. He was 
it's every time he was sick, he would lay hands on him and he would get well. At a point of time, he wanted to pray for him. I think he grew up to 15 years old. The Lord told him, don't pray for him anymore. He said, don't pray for him. He said, God, why? Why should I pray for him? He's suffering. Because they, 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 he was having some pain in the body, and they told, the doctor told the boy that you will not be able to swim anymore. At this time, you will lose your eyes. You will not be able to see anymore. And God told, told, told Kenneth, this guy, this young man, had been using your note to preach even to his school. And you have been praying for him all this while for him to get well. Now it is time for him to use the word and to stand on his own. Hallelujah. Because he's so much, he can know so much about your world. Now it is his time to stand by his own. And Kenneth again went to the boy and said, Good boy, he said, yes. Uh, this is what the Lord said. <laughs> I cannot pray for you anymore. He said, why? He said, yeah, you are, you are able to preach my note. He said, yes, I preach it everywhere. He said, now it's time for you to take this word. Yeah. And get the benefit from it. It's time for you to stand on your own. It's time for you to pray for yourself. It's time for you to use the sword of the spirit. For this battle is all is to you to stand on your own. Hallelujah. And the boy said, okay, then we pray. He said, eh, 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 <laughs> what should I do? He said, can I told him, pray for yourself. And he stood the ground and stood the world. And said, but he stood the staff of Jesus Christ healed. Guess what? He was healed. Hallelujah. At a point of time, you know, when, when I started the journey of faith, I was, stand, I mean, I was standing in the faith. It was, I mean, you, at the beginning, it was the faith of my mother and the faith of my father. Do you understand? And then we wake up, okay, Ozzy has come to pray. We don't want to pray. Come and pray. <laughs> and then, the, but you don't pray. They, will, they might not give you the, the breakfast anyway, so you just have to, to wake up and pray. So at the beginning, it's just the faith of my father and the faith of my mother. But as I grew, it became my faith. It was no longer the God of my father or the God of my mother, but it had become my God. And the word of God was not the word of my father and my mother anymore. It had become my word. It's no longer, I am not taking the sword from my mother. I have a sword from the hand of my father. But I am taking the sword on my own to stand and to battle. Glory to God. David said, teach me good judgment. Spiritual knowledge. So I'll be able to stand. Because I have believed but it's not enough. I need sound judgment. I need spiritual knowledge. Glory to God. Verse 67. 67. He said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. Hallelujah. David speaking. He said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. He said, this thing came to me. Oh, I'm going to this serious, this ailment. Oh, I'm going to this trouble. Because, oh God, I went astray from your world. You are going astray today. You are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are afflicted today because you went astray. People got cancer because they went astray. People, they even lost their life because they went astray. They are examples, they are examples. Hallelujah. David says, before I was afflicted, I went astray. I was sound. Everything was doing well for me. But what's happened? When oh God, I quit the world. I yield myself to these imaginations. I started following these strongholds. I they lay hold on me. Affliction came. Affliction will come. 
if you go astray. It doesn't matter your knowledge. Affliction will come. Because the Bible says, it says, when Ruth came into Israel, it said, this God, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. There's a wind covering you. We are the child of a covenant. Glory to God. There's a wind covering you. When you get out of the world, you cry out of the covering of the winds. Arrows will come. When the dairy arrows come, you will be fired up. They will, they will, they will destroy. They will kill and they will steal. They will steal your peace. They will steal your joy. They will steal your faith. Not many. David said, but now have I kept thy word. He repented. Glory to God. But not many was able to come back. But then because I came back, he said, I went astray. I was afflicted. But now, Lord, I am back unto you. Glory to God. They still want to come back to the Lord. It doesn't matter how far you have gone. The Bible says that the God is merciful. It doesn't matter how far you have gone. It doesn't matter maybe the wrong relationship you have been. God is saying to you this morning, come back. Hallelujah. Because affliction might come very soon. David said, I was afflicted when I went astray. God is calling somebody back. He said to you, come back to the relationship. Come back to your first love. Come back to the foundation. Because what I noticed about David is about his relationship. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Hallelujah. I was in the plane, and I was discussing with a, a, the person next to me. He wanted to be a Jew lady. Well, of course, I make everything to direct the conversation to Christianity. And, and she was saying to me, what, what is it? Christianity is not about, I mean, for us, it's not do, do, don't, do, don't. And I told him this. He said, I love my wife. If I come at home and I buy a flower, is it by force or by love? She said, by love. He said, okay, I am going to the U.S. now. She's not there, but I will be faithful. Not because somebody forced me, because I love her. Glory to God. That this is the same with God. I love him. So whatever I do, I'm not doing it out of compulsion or doing don't. But what I expect to my God is your fruit of love. Mm. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you love God? If you love God, you will love his word. If you love God, you will stand in the word. If you love God, you will remain firm. If you love God, you will walk by faith. If you love God, you will run from evil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the end of everything is at hand. Therefore, be sober. Hallelujah. The end of everything is at hand. Therefore, be sober. And wake up and pray. The end of everything is at hand. The end of academic is at hand. The end of politics is at hand. Who knows? One day will have been the last service. One day you have been the last night vigil. One day you have been the last gathering. And we all go. Where will you be? Where will you be? Life is spiritual. And when you get this understanding, you share your relationship with Jesus Christ. 
You said your relationship. Because it is a relationship. It is a relationship. A prostitute has no relationship. What she wants is what money. It doesn't matter. She doesn't, doesn't want to build a relationship. She wants money. Are you in a relationship with God? God said to, the, he said to a church in Ephesus, he said, this is one thing I had against you. You have left your first love. Glory to God. Can we just rise up this morning? This afternoon. I believe the Spirit of the Lord has been ministering to you. I believe the Spirit of the Lord has been speaking to you. David said, I was afflicted because I went astray. I was afflicted because when this imagination came, I yield unto them instead of submitting myself to you. David said, I have been afflicted because I haven't brought my mind and these thoughts into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Then I was afflicted. Are you here this morning? It might be that you have been, you are going through some oppressed, you have been oppressed in your mind. And you see yourself that you are just about to fall. David said, I was about to fall, but the Lord caught me. Glory to God. God is ready this morning to catch somebody. God is ready this morning to strengthen. God is ready this morning to restore. It doesn't matter how far you have been astray. The Lord is calling you back because your life is joy spiritual and you need my help. I want to restore you. I want to strengthen you. As I went that day to see Pastor, for him to lay hand on me, God is calling somebody. Just close your eyes. If you just need that the Lord minister to this morning, because the journey is far, and the Bible says that if God will perceive it to the end, that will be calm. You need a touch of God this morning. That this, this stronghold be pulled down. And this imagination be cast away. You are just free to come. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless your living water. Flow over my soul. Hallelujah. The Lord is ready this morning. The Lord is ready this morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said, go and come. Come unto me. Come unto me. Come unto me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your living water flow over us. Let your living water flow over us. 
Les bronzes here this morning, this afternoon. Maybe you are going through some specific situations. Maybe you might not just want to come to the front, but just arrange and see the pastor. There's somebody here today, there's something that you have to confess. There's something that in your heart that you have done specifically. You are drawing astray. And the Lord is calling you back. He tell you go and see the pastor this week. Hallelujah. 
Because the affliction is near. My patience towards you toward, to, up to today is for you to repent, say the Lord. My patience towards you is for you to repent. Don't think I have not seen, I have seen it. But I am calling you back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you this, this afternoon. We give you praise, we give you honor. In this journey, oh God, that is spiritual, we need your help, we need your strength. We take you, God, for your love we have for your world. Unquestionable first. A hunger for the world. We are people of the world. We declare God upon your congregation this, morning, this afternoon. That stand in front of the name of Jesus. That every stronghold is broken on the mighty name of Jesus. That every imagination that's called at your will are cast down. As be freedom this morning. As be restoration the heart and the soul in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare your mighty restored to serve the living God. I declare the blood of Jesus. Wash your mind from every dead work this afternoon in the name of Jesus. You are alive unto God. You are alive unto God in the mighty name of Jesus. You are separated from every unfruitful work of darkness in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare that upon your life the devil has lost his hold in Jesus' name. God is saying you are mine and nothing can take you away. You are mine and nothing can snatch you in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless your name. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.